0: Okay, hey everybody, welcome to my first interview. I am Chef Ryan Callahan, and welcome to my podcast, The People Behind Your Food. So I'm here with my first uh, guest, Clint McDonald, and he is in the Coast Guard, which is not the Navy, I've been told. It's not even close. So anyways, he uh, cooks on a, not a Navy boat, he cooks on a Coast Guard boat, and so let me start with, uh, who are you and what exactly do you do?
1: Uh, my name is Clint McDonald, and I am the food service officer for the Guard Cutter Cheyenne based out of St. Louis, Missouri.
0: Okay, so let's start right there. St. Louis, Missouri, yep. what is that even... How is that possible? You're in the middle of the country. We don't have a coast. What are you guarding?
1: Um, so our boat is responsible for setting the buoys and the dayboards along the river. So those red and green things you see sticking up in the water... There we go, red and green uh, We make sure that those are in place so that way... Boats know the safe channel to navigate through, because if the boats go on either side of those, there's a possibility of them running the ground. Um, So it's our job to make sure all those things are in place. That way, the massive amounts of economy going up and down the river every day continues to flow safely without crashing.
0: So things still move up and down the river? Oh, Even though we have, like, trains and planes and cars yes. and semi trucks and everything else so stuff goes up and down the river?
1: Oh yes, every day. That's awesome. Millions and billions of dollars.
0: That's a lot. <laughs> so he's uh responsible for a lot of things here. So, okay, so that's uh who you are. So what so you cook on the Cheyenne, right? That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how big is the boat? Just generally. Like, how... If I would, Just to visualize how big of a boat you're dealing with here.
1: So, the boat itself is a 75-foot vessel. Okay. And then we always have, at all times, a 100-foot barge attached to us. Okay. That we're pushing at all times. Um, it's a... Now, is that, like, to help
0: you lose weight or... I wish. Is it I like wish. weight training? Thankfully, both
1: don't need to lose weight, but the barge is where we hold all those red and green things. So, we have a giant okay. crane that picks them up, sets them on the deck, so that way our boys can then... Attach them to these really big rocks that weigh hundreds of thousands of pounds a piece, wow. And it's attached to a really long chain, which mm-hmm. then all gets pushed over the water. So it's pretty much an anchor holding the buoy up and down, so keeping it floating away. So are you guys, like, just mostly in
0: St. Louis itself, or do you go up and down the river? Or? So we
1: go, we have a specific area that we operate in. Um, can't really go too much in there, but we cover right. the rivers.
0: Okay, you cover the rivers, okay. Now, who covers the ponds? Are there, is there, like, any
1: jurisdiction That's there? the other Puddle Pirates.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. So that's who you are and what you do. So you're in the Coast Guard. And that's what you do. So how long have you been in the Coast Guard?
1: Uh, I have been in the Coast Guard now uh, six years. Just six years? six years.
0: Okay, so uh, you're in St. Louis
1: now. Where else have you been? Have you been just here? Or? Um, So out of boot camp, I got stationed in Juneau, Alaska for a year and a half. Okay. Um, and sounds then, warm. Yeah, it, you know it's like a rainforest. It just rains a lot. Yeah, it doesn't snow. Okay. And then from there, I went to what we call A school in Petaluma, California. Okay. Um, to become what was then called a food service specialist, which sounds like a lunch lady, <laughs> and is now a culinary specialist, so okay. it sounds like a, a chef. Yeah, It uh, looks much better. It's better
0: than here. going to B school. Yeah. I mean, because you don't want to send people like D school. Exactly. You know, like yeah, we you, you get a resume. I went. Mean, uh, I went to F school. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Pretty much. Like, we couldn't get into A school. We really weren't good enough for B school,
1: and C school it was just like that was just dreaming for us, you know. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, and then from there, I went to a 210 foot boat in Kittery, Maine. And then after that one, I went to the a 110 foot boat in Manama, Bahrain, in the Middle East. Okay. And now I'm here. Okay. So you were basically boat, 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 boat.
0: If <laughs> we could play a game. Boat, 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 boat. goose. Ah! Pretty much
1: boat, 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 boat.
0: Okay. So you've been on in the Atlantic, you've been in the Pacific, you've been on the Mississippi River, which is by far probably the greatest body of water Yeah, you've ever I, been on. I love it.
1: Yeah. I don't have to worry about they ask for eggs over easy and it becomes scrambled due to the wave.
0: Sure, yeah. See, that's the these are genuine concerns, people. It's true. This is real investigative journalism here. It's true. You heard it first here on the people behind your food. Anyways. <laughs> We're having fun guys If you guys have questions Feel free to post them Into the comments We'll address them As soon as we possibly can We have a whole production staff Working to meet your needs So okay So tell me the un- Okay so obviously You're cooking on a boat Right I've cooked on a boat before It was a pontoon boat And I was fairly drunk And that was pretty difficult, right? You're like, oh, and I didn't know if it was because of the song playing on repeat about the pontoon boat that I was on. It was a country song. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Anyways, I can't say it because it's copyright, but we're going to get the joke. So what's the challenge of your position, like, being on a boat? So, So, like, how big is... Okay, first off, let's start with how many people do you cook for?
1: Um... It all depends on what we have going on, but it can range anywhere from like 12 to 20 people. 12 to 20 people? Okay. So uh,
0: how many people do you work with? Is it just you? Is it 20
1: uh, I am, So the unit I'm at, I am, it is independent duty, so I'm the only person. It is just me. I pretty much run a small galley or a small restaurant by myself. Sure. I'm in charge of the cooking, the cleaning, the menu planning, doing all the end-of-the-month paperwork, making sure we're staying within budget, and all of
0: that. So you're like the executive chef, but you have no staff. Yes. I'm if the executive chef was also the dishwasher, the nighttime cleaner, and the prep cook.
1: I mean, the best way, I'm like the mom of the boat, so I'm in charge of the cooking. Okay. I'm also the master at arms, which is in charge of the cleaning. Okay. I'm the CEDAR, which is the command drug and alcohol representative, which is in charge of making sure people don't drink too much. <laughs> and then That's I'm, a good one. Yeah and then I'm the you, I
0: mean cuz you were dropping all those booze you know, like how drunk can you be and drop booze at the same yeah. time i mean like at least 3 beers like yeah. like no more than that i don't think
1: and then lastly i'm the morale officer so the happiness
0: so you're so, also in charge of giving out the beer if you guys have you've had enough beer we're going to have to <laughs> we're going to have to cut you off you know like well, oh, we but, can't have, but
1: we're sad oh here's more but <laughs> well, we can't have alcohol on the boat Okay. I'm not allowed to drink while we're underway due okay. to we're working with thousand pound pieces of equipment here that if someone's not paying attention they go and die.
0: That seems pretty reasonable. Yeah.
1: Um so yeah, so first mom and the boat. The cooking, the cleaning, the happiness, and the booze. Okay. Yeah.
0: I like it. Um okay, so it's really just you and then you got you said anywhere between twelve and twenty people. Um, how big's your kitchen? So you gotta do twenty people on a boat. I mean, like I've worked in some small kitchens before. So, like, how small is your kitchen? I can only imagine a boat kitchen small.
1: So, if you took your kitchen and you cut it in half, okay, that's that's the space I have to work with. Okay. I have a fridge, a dry stores, one flat top, two burners, and one stove. So maybe like maybe like eight feet long by maybe like
0: five feet wide. Something like that. Uh, yeah, probably somewhere in there, six by eight, six by ten, Something, somewhere in there. Yeah, not okay. not very big. Okay, so and is it literally now? I've heard this term before, a galley kitchen. Is it literally a galley kitchen?
1: Um, so on on our boat, it the crew can see what I'm doing at all times. It's not an enclosed space. Mm-hmm. It's like a oh, nice that, open kitchen. Yeah, so it's it's, That's it's very it's, trendy. It's an open. It's got like I, I'm segregated to a point where like <laughs> you just stay over there. I stay like. <laughs> Like here's the here's where the wall is. That's where they're eating, and this is where I'm cooking.
0: Yeah. So you just stay over there. Yeah. When you're segregated I, yeah, over I that corner. In,
1: I stay in my corner, <laughs> and they leave me alone, <laughs> so they can. Don't
0: like. talk to the weird food guy. But hey, we need that food.
1: Yeah. Right? Pretty okay. much.
0: So um okay. So let's go to the important questions. Uh, what got you into cooking? Like what? Huh. Why? Yeah. Why?
1: Um. So I'm the world's pickiest eater. Um. Before I went to a school. I was like chicken tenders and ranch dressing kind of guy. Sure. and you like chicken tenders and
0: hot sauce kind of guy? Pretty much.
1: Okay. Um, I originally okay. joined the Coast Guard to be a PA, public affairs specialist. Okay. Because I love talking to people. I love sure. writing the articles, taking photographs. But the wait for that was like seven years. Um, so I figured, what other job in the Coast Guard can I talk to everybody? Okay. Now you, as a private industry chef, sure. know that... You never see your customers no. unless like there's a complaint or like it's a big wig that really wants to thank you for the meal
0: yeah they want to they want to they want the dog and pony show yeah. you, you got to get the dogs and the ponies out and you got to you got to flip your chef jacket and take off your apron and straighten your hair and your hat and just kind of march out there and yep you know so you, you
1: never see your customers no never i see my customers three to four times a day depending on the size of the unit i'm at that's so i'm good. the center of attention like i am talking to everybody all the time. I know what everybody likes on their meat for their meals. I know how they like their stuff prepped. Sure. So, do you have like a catchphrase? Like, since everyone knows you, you're like, kind of like the celebrity chef. Are you like, am everyone will be like, bam! No. That, <laughs> I do not. It, you're not like, I'm going to clint it up today, you no, know? No, no, none of that. None <laughs> of that. Not for me. None of that. Not for me. Okay, so... So, so,
0: you wanted to be in p r but now you're just cooking because that's actually pretty similar to every other story well i need i gotta do a job and I gotta get paid. So, what can I do now that gets me paid today so that is the restaurant industry the, the biggest thing that
1: i've seen for the Coast Guard because you're not just cooking mm-hmm. like that's like one of the smaller portions of your job, sure so like if you really love cooking, then it you can get burnt up pretty quickly. Sure. Um, because you're doing it so much and you have all the other stuff pot on top of it. So I enjoy cooking, but what I really enjoy is seeing the either instant, hey dude, I loved your food. This mm-hmm. is great. Or I swear to God, never cook this again. This is the worst meal I've ever made. I love that instant feedback right away. Yeah. Because they can't hide it. Like I'm, I give them the food and then I sit there and I stare at them for 30 <laughs> minutes while they eat their food. And I'm like, hey, was it good? They're like, yeah, dude, too much salt. Like, I love <laughs> I love that instant gratification, instant do you, feedback. I'm sorry, i got to interrupt you here for a second. Do
0: you do that face?
1: Do oh, you yeah. sit there? Oh, yeah. What does it taste like? You know, like, overbearing, like... Especially like, the new guys. The new guys, I'm like, how was it? You're not going to respond? You didn't like the food? All right. I see how it is. See you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. you you got to have fun with the job. Sure. Yeah.
0: Okay, so, um, when you guys are, uh... Try not to get into too many details that you can't talk about 'cause you know you know it's 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 military stuff so uh how many meals a day are you responsible for so I am responsible for breakfast lunch and dinner okay so so whatever that that shift means, and I guess you're do you, uh i mean like what do you normally make let's just start there
1: so we do have a set of guidelines like. You know, you can only cook this meat so many times a week, this week, meat so many times a week. You know, you have to serve a protein, a starch, a vegetable every meal. Sure. Except for breakfast, because, you know, you can just broccoli for breakfast would be weird. Right. Um,
0: you can have carbs, starches, and carbs. Yeah. And then a fatty protein. Pretty much. Which is bacon. Pretty much. Sausage. Yeah, that's, that's um, there it is, guys. That's the restaurant guideline right there. Yeah. <laughs> You've it's, had breakfast. It's true.
1: But yeah, so we, you know, we have specific guidelines we have to follow, um, and I I like to take ideas from the crew. Sure. So like we'll have like a menu planning board or whatever, yeah. or I'll just be like, hey guys, shoot me a text if there's something you want, and I'll put it on the menu for next week.
0: Okay, I like that. Okay, so I think we've gotten. I a question. Oh, okay. Here we go. We have our first question, and from our production assistant. So he says, uh, I remember being on a merchant marine ship on my way to Iraq. Tiger sauce went on everything. How much do you guys go
1: through? Uh, well, tiger sauce. I have no clue what that is, but I'm sure it's delicious. Um, we go through. <laughs> it's made of lo-
0: real tiger's blood.
1: We go through a lot of yum yum sauce, which sounds kind of similar. It's usually predominantly it's like Asian mayonnaise. Okay. I love it. The crew loves it. Um, but we go through that and or oh, Cristal. That's like the <laughs> fancy hot sauce here, I guess. Oh yeah, Cristal. And they lo- they love to say it in like the fancy actor like I want the Cristal. <laughs> And they they go through bottles and bottles of that stuff. I've, yeah. <laughs> Not tiger sauce, but ours is Cristal. Cristal. <laughs> yeah, that's what Cristal we got here. Cristal hot sauce. Yeah. It's yeah. kind
0: of like Red Hot Ripplets. I bet yeah. it's that that's what's on Red Hot Ripplet chips. Um, okay, so we know who you are and your personal history. So let's go into what the show's all about. Why is what you do important? So let let's address that. Okay, so what would happen if you weren't there to do your job? Like, let's say your position was removed. Like, you know, Clint works in PR now, and there is no more guy on the ship cooking.
1: Life would suck. Okay. Um, since I'm the only one. Like pers- would the
0: world end, comets fall from the sky, not, blazing not
1: hellfire. That, not to that degree, um, but you're, you're the lifeblood of the boat. You're the morale of the ship, so, you know, I could be having a really crappy day at home or something really bad happened, and you can't take that into the workplace. Okay. Because you're the only person there. So, you know, the guys are out on deck anywhere from, depending on the time of the year, like, eight hours a day to, like, 15 hours a day in the freezing cold and the scorching heat. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one bad meal will ruin the day.
0: I can can see that.
1: I I can't let my mood affect my cooking. So, I have to make the best food possible every day. So, that way, while they're out there, you know, working their butts off, I'm inside making the best food possible. So, that way, when they do get that break... Sure. They get something that's delicious, whether it's a sandwich, a burrito, whatever they really like, that'll give them that boost of energy and excitement to continue on until the next meal.
0: Now, this is a uh, highly scientific here, but you know, this is my investigative journalism here. Now, they're out in the hot and the cold. Yes. Are you in the climate control? Yes. <laughs> yes. You want to do this job? This is yes. the job you want to do, guys. This is
1: it right here. Yeah, he- they they don't trust. Uh, it's a joke in the military that cooks break everything outside the kitchen. Um, and it's true. I believe that. When I was in the Middle East, they stuck me on one of the guns. I pulled the trigger once, the gun broke, we had to go back and forth. <laughs> so they moved me from that gun and they stuck me on another gun. We got underway, I pulled the trigger once, that gun broke. Um, and before I went over there and we had training on these guns, they yeah. put me and another cook on the same gun. Shooting, pra- sure, sure. shooting practice. Shooting practice. Because
0: two two cooks on one gun. On one gun definitely means yeah. it'll definitely work.
1: Um so it was a fifty cal machine gun. You know, it's got the whole charging handle Good. like you see in the movie. Yeah, very masculine. It's a very yeah. masculine
0: piece of machinery it's
1: like, um Rrrr. Yeah, I literally ripped that off. Like the shearing arm off, like and they tell you are like you're feeling like purely masculine at this point, no, you like rip off the charge. Like, they sit Man They sit there and they're like, Don't worry, you won't break it. Like use your force to sure. charge the gun. And sure yeah. enough, ripped it right off and the the guy who was in charge of it went, I've never seen that happen Where before Where
0: are we buying these guns from if they're if they're shearing off?
1: You know like, Well they don't they generally don't, but he was just like, I've never seen that happen And then of course it was the other cook's turn and the barrel broke when he touched the gun <laughs> So, so they stopped us shooting that day. Cooks yeah, were like, done. We didn't yeah, know we're they, done. They said we passed and we were good.
0: You're like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we followed all procedures correctly.
0: You want something flambéed? I got that. You want you want a creme brulee? I got that. You want a machine gun charge? No sir. Not gonna happen. Pretty much. Here.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So that was.
0: So it's interesting that you say that you're very much like the morale officer, right? The yes. cooking person, because. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this this show. It's a it's very small. It's called Star Trek, and not a lot of people have ever seen it. Oh yeah. One of my favorite characters is from Voyager, and his name's Neelix. Mm-hmm. And it makes me feel. And he always goes around going, "Well, I'm the morale officer. Well, I'm the morale officer." And It makes me feel like maybe you are the Neelix of the boat if you've ever seen it.
1: Well, morale officer, like that's sure. that's one of my titles. Like, right. I'm in charge of the the unit's morale fund. Okay. So I'm in charge, of, like, hey guys, we're gonna go, like, so we have meetings and stuff, and we all vote on. What we want to spend our morale fund on you know we get so much per year and so like so do you get to do the theme parties like why like this week we're going to do a luau if if they wanted to we definitely could okay um that's all like it's so you're like
0: you're like mr mom you're like this is like 1960s home planner you're like i cook i clean i plan the parties and then my husband goes out and he works pretty much this is amazing pretty
1: much this is a good gig yeah
0: you're kept you know, and you get paid for on top of it.
1: This is amazing. Well, not all the time. We don't get paid for it all the time. But, you know, that's another story. <laughs> so uh, so let's move to the next question.
0: Who on your staff is indispensable?
1: Me, myself, and I because I'm my only staff. You're the only staff. I, if I fire myself, nobody gets fed. <laughs> if I mess up and I yell at myself, nobody gets fed.
0: Okay, that's a, that's a, that's a good. So, okay, so you got 12 to 20 guys. This is kind of a tactical question, a restaurant question. How do you know how much food you're going to need?
1: Like, you know, are you ordering by the week? Are you ordering by the day? You so know, that is, as as you know, a lot of that comes from experience. Sure. Um, so, when you so like the boat I was on in Bahrain, I cooked for almost the same amount of people, a couple more. So you just learn to gauge how much. And we do our so I'm able to do my grocery shopping like out on town. Mm-hmm. So my two favorite locations are Schnook's. And Gordon Food Services. Okay. Um, I shop at both of those places the most. Uh, I know just about everyone that works at both places by name at this point after a year. Um, And so I make up my menu Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, you know, on Tuesdays is usually some form of taco day.
0: Okay. So some form of taco Tuesday.
1: So like, hey, we're doing steak breeders to order. So I know I need flank steak Mm -hmm. and I know I need two packets of flank steak, which is three flank steaks per packet. So I need... Six flank steaks for sure. enough breeders for everybody. Okay. But that's just solely from experience, you know? Sure. I've done it where I just did one packet. I've done it where I've just done three packets. It's like, okay, this one wasn't enough. This one was too much. Sure. Just right. Like, That's a good question. What do you guys do? You got a small boat. What do you do with leftovers? They get saved, and then, <laughs> saved? and then, are eaten. these your saved? <laughs> and, or are these and then like... they get eaten over the course of a seventy-two hour period, which is as long that okay. that is how long we're able to hold leftovers for. Okay, and then disposed of.
0: How do you decide what you're going to serve?
1: Um, so like I said earlier, um, a lot of that I leave up to the crew. Like okay. I, hey guys, what do you want to see on the menu this week? So like, uh, last week the officer in charge of my boat, Master Chief Mike Love. Requested chicken parmesan. Okay. So I made chicken parmesan for the crew. You know, I've had other guys, they've asked for pulled pork, they've asked for slow Italian sausage, T-bone steaks, stuffed mm. pork loin. It should come to your bed. What, you know, whatever, whatever <laughs> they ask for, um, I am able to purchase it and make it. If I don't know how to make it, I just look up a recipe and then make it that way.
0: There you go. Okay, so uh, on recipes, where do you write? So where do your
1: recipes come from? I mean, uh, all recipes Google. Google. Okay. Or none whatsoever, but (laughs) usually Google.
0: Okay. Okay. And then um you.
1: (laughs) A lot of it's a lot of it's experimentation. Sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you you had mentioned before we started that you came from a military family. Yes. Okay. And then uh, I think your wife also came from one as well. So why yes. don't you talk about that for a second?
1: Um, so I grew up in the Coast Guard. Uh, my father served for 22 years in the Coast Guard. Um, so the, I usually say I'm from Kansas because that's where he retired. Sure. From the Coast Guard it was in Kansas. And then. How do you
0: retire from the Coast Guard in Kansas?
1: Um, so, way back in the day. I mean, they don't,
0: like, you know what I mean? Like, there's there's no no big rivers rivers
1: there either. Um, so, way back in the day, um, when the paychecks were coming from the West Coast. Or the East Coast, the West Coast Coast Guard people were was like. Was there a rap feud at this time? No, this no, no, the rap no, feud? no.
0: This was before. This was before that. So a long, long time ago, before the East Coast-West Coast, Coast rap feud.
1: Yeah. Pretty paychecks
0: much. were coming from the East Coast, and the oppression of the East Coast paychecks had to be stopped.
1: Pretty much. Pretty much set the stage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the West Coast Guardsmen complained they weren't getting their paychecks in time. So a senator back in the day that had all this power was like. We'll put the paychecks in the center of the country for the Coast Guard. So the Pay and Personnel Center was put in Topeka, Kansas. And then all paychecks got sent out and all received at the same time. There you go. Well, a couple of years later, electronic transfering came around, so we no longer <laughs> use paper paychecks. And they went, well, we already spent millions of you dollars You keep to move saying this here. thing,
0: check. What is a check?
1: Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I don't
0: understand. Is this a thing? Exactly.
1: <laughs> so they moved it there, and then they're like, well, we're not going to move it again. So they just kept it in They just kept it in Topeka.
0: Well, that's a good use of government funds, in my opinion, you know, because yep. why waste it? You, you got the building. You got the guys employed there. They've already bought houses, Pretty I'm sure. Much. You know, or at least they've got at least a long lease
1: on their apartment, yeah. you know? Maybe a mid-sized sedan. Something like that. <laughs> yes, that's why Coast Guard is in Kansas.
0: Okay, so that's you, and that's, we've so we've covered who you are and why what you do is important, and it's timely, and so we should talk about it. We're not going to talk politics, because that's not what the show's about, but how does the government uh, shutdown affect how you do your job? Um does it at all? Do you even did you even know? Is this news to you? Like
1: do you know, I you just know? now found out. I mean it doesn't must, affect me. I need to consult Twitter to figure out more one second. Yeah, know. we
0: we must get the, uh, the 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 Twitter feed going like we should have the color commentary like you know, uh user sexybaby39 says that uh <laughs> the government
1: is shut down and and she really doesn't care for it. Um thankfully it doesn't really affect the job itself mm-hmm. much at all. Um I still cook Two to three meals a day. So your sauté
0: pans don't like warp and bend when the government no, shut down. Like no,
1: thankfully not. No order sixty, no order sixty sixes from Dark Lord Palpatine. Company.
0: <laughs> none of that stuff. Execute order sixty six. Yeah, you're only getting fried eggs instead of sunny
1: side up. <laughs> Pretty much. So we get so none of the, none of that occurs. Um, uh, thankfully, it hasn't hit the household yet. Yet okay. I say so. Sure. Today was the first day sure. that um we didn't receive a paycheck. Okay. It's the first time. So I fed you. It, thank you. It's the first time. It I made mean, you drive an
0: hour. You know, I I feel like with my expertise in cooking, you know, like it was really like you got a five star meal. That's so true. It was Like give me like a hundred and fifty dollar meal. It, it was really good. Five bucks in gas. It was really good. I'm a good deal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a, it's an all over plus for you.
1: Yeah. So today was the first time. In U.S. history, that a military branch did not get a paycheck. That's crazy. Yeah, first time since the Revolutionary War that Yeah, because I think back
0: branch. then they they were they were just like printing currency and going, yeah, it's it's yep. money. Sure, it is. Something of course, like it is. It says Massachusetts on it, but definitely it's money. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay, so it's so immediately right now it's not affecting you. If it does later, we can, we can cross that bridge when it comes to it. Yep. Okay, so that's it for the serious discussion. <sighs> now it's time to do some fun stuff. Alrighty. Okay, so. I'm going to move your water out of the way. Go for it. So, like I told you earlier, I came up with this game last night. Yeah. Okay, so we're, gonna, we're consulting the classic White House cookbook, and we're going to play a game. I thought it was apropos. It's the White House cookbook. It was originally published in the early 1800s. Well, you know he
1: just gets burgers and Wendy's and Big Macs now, and then he serves to people on silver platters, right? Well,
0: it's the two for five.
1: That's a good point. I mean,
0: have you had the two for
1: five? It's a good deal.
0: Also, they're not hamburgers anymore. They're hamburgers. Hamburgers. And I'm going to McDonald's later, and I'm actually going to order or a, hamburger. a hamburger. And when they correct me, I'm going to go, I'm sorry, we already informed Germany, it's a hamburger now. Good point. So, we're going to play a game, and I'm going to read you the recipe, Kay. and you're going to tell me if you have any idea what it is and whether or not you would eat it. Okay. And, and, and a realistic response is, this is disgusting. Yeah. Okay. Let's do this. So, we're just pulling towards the end of the book. All right. Uh, this is wives and hostesses. Oh, I don't want to see this. Okay. <clears throat> so we're in sauces. I'll tell okay. you that. So I'm going to read you the recipe, and you're going to just take a guess at what you think it is and whether or not you'd eat it. Okay. okay. So, here's it. so this one doesn't really have uh, the exact ingredients and measurements it's just it's, it's an old-fashioned cookbook so you chop capers very little unless they're quite small make a half pint of drawn butter to which to add the capers with a large spoonful of juice from the bottle in which they're sold that's very technical
1: yeah what juice from what bottle <laughs> juice, from the, what juice bottle? from the bottle of the capers. capers yeah okay. so
0: caper juice and okay. capers right uh, must be, th- must let,
1: be Thanksgiving.
0: Let it simmer and serve it in a tureen. Nasturiums much resemble capers in taste. Though larger, they may be used or, in fact, preferred by many. They're grown in a climbing vine. Wow, There's a lot of stuff on how not to use capers. So basically, you're chopping capers and you're putting them in
1: liquid and then boiling them. So it's What caper, kind of sauce is this? It's capers and butter.
0: So it, it's, and
1: butter. it's like a bechamel sauce because it's butter-based. The,
0: yeah, so it's a bechamel. So what would you call it?
1: A white sauce. I guess. I don't know. Yeah.
0: It's called caper sauce in here. Huh. I'm, I'm sorry, but capers and butter is not sauce. No. It's not sauce.
1: That, no. No. So would you eat this? No, because you're just eating butter. <laughs> butter and capers? You're, you're just eating boiled butter with some, like, are they soggy capers? Are <laughs> they still chewy? Like, will they still break my teeth? Like, <laughs> I don't know.
0: No. Okay, so let's pick another Next. one. Next. Next. Okay, so we're saying no to that one. That was a
1: bad sauce. All right, so this is
0: recipes. This is in vegetables.
1: I'm already not eating this. But continue.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't so eat vegetables. You boil cauliflowers till about half done. Who eats cauliflowers? <laughs> I eat cauliflower. Ew. Mix two tablespoons tablespoons of uh, flour with two yolk of eggs. Then add water enough to make a rather thin paste. Add salt to taste. The two whites or be- egg whites are beaten until stiff, and then mix into the yolks, flour, and water. Dip each branch of the cauliflowers in the mixture, and then fry them in hot fat. So, deep fried cauliflower. Deep
1: fried cauliflower.
0: When done, take them off with of a skimmer and turn the colander, dust salt all over, and serve warm.
1: Would you eat deep fried cauliflower? Definitely not. Well, for one, it's cauliflower, so I can't stand it. <laughs> so, you're just out there. I'm just out so, at the mention I, you of see, cauliflower.
0: I, I, so many people, though, will, if you deep fried it, like a pickle, deep fried pickles are fantastic, it's right? Still nasty. Deep fried broccoli. Still disgusting. Okay. <laughs> so, you would need deep, deep fried oak or even worse. Oh, geez. And you're in the Midwest right now, slash, I guess technically once you cross 44, we're in the south. So we're, on the, we're in the north right now. I guess yeah. we're in the Midwest. But once you go over that, I mean, you know, 44 is this highway in our, in our area. And if you looked at a map of St. Louis, you'd know what I was talking about. Yeah. All right. And let's Sounds play. Delicious. Uh, so we got, we got two more games. And you, so you can pick the last two. So we can either play last meal, what would you eat before you die, or we can play the alphabet food game, where we try to go between the two of us. We, so we, I'll start with A, and then you'll go B, C, D. You know the alphabet, right? You you, you
1: learned that before. One, two. Yeah, no, no, no four. So it's just like that one, but it's the ABC one. A. I gave C, you the first three. So, okay. So do you good. want to
0: do the last meal, or do you want to do ABC?
1: Uh, I say the last meal only because ABCs I wouldn't be able, <laughs> like you'd be like A. Hey, because I, after A, I, I stop it. I can't even name you an, an, a like a dish's name that starts with A, like artichoke. You said a dish, not, oh. not an, ingredient. an ingredient.
0: An ingredient, a dish, any of it, right? Anything, a, any food-related thing. I
1: would still fail. You'd epically. still fail. You, like B, I'll to... even
0: give you B, banana.
1: Banana C, capers. Oh, <laughs> capers. oh God.
0: <laughs> cod.
1: Oh yeah, There we go.
0: Yeah. D, dog. You can eat dog.
1: <laughs> Vietnam. Hello. <laughs>
0: Okay, so we won't play that. So I mean, we a, could do it. It'd be
1: interesting.
0: <laughs> I think we're already doing it. All right. So uh, now we're on E. So you're on E. E. What starts with an E?
1: Eel. That's a good okay, one. Okay.
0: So uh, after E is F. So F is uh, I want to say foxtrot. Uh, Flambé is a f- preparation method. Oh man, I'm. It's gonna a lot harder than you f. think it is. Uh, what is F? Uh, what starts with an F? Um. Uh, flounder. Flounder. Yeah, that's a, that's an ingredient, right?
1: I think she was doing ABC... foul. But...
0: <laughs> Our production assistant's helping us. A, B, C, D, E, F. Uh, so G. G. So you're in G.
1: Okay. Um, G is... It's a lot easier no when you're key. not... No key? Okay, yeah, because it's a silent G. Silent G. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, don't H. Don't learn your alphabet this way, kids. You yeah, don't <laughs> fail. Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. Why is that for P?
0: <laughs> Uh so A B C E F G H uh So I was gonna say for G, I was gonna say grouse. I was gonna say uh hair.
1: So rabbit. Yeah. Rabbit. Right. Okay.
0: A B C D E F G H I.
1: Um, uh ice. Ice. Ice uh, I guess like I, an icy.
0: Yeah? Like an icy pop? Like yeah. an ice. Okay, like okay, I'll take it. EFG, H, I, J Juniper berries.
1: Okay. K, kangaroo. Delicious, by the way, okay. I've had M-C-F-G-H-G-K it in L, uh,
0: llama, you can eat that. It is
1: good. Yeah, M. M-M- M-M- I'm really good at the alphabet now that I'm thinking about it because it's phonetic <laughs> for me. Sure. Uh, M, moose. Moose, yeah, you can eat moose. Okay. N. I just said it, N. N-, N- the letter's N.
0: Yeah, no, I know, I know. I'm uh, running through it. I'm trying to think of what it is. Uh, N, oh God, this game is so hard. Why do we have to pick the hard game? Oh, the, Neapolitan ice cream. Okay. There you go. Okay. M N O. Um Oh that okay, I got one for that. So now I gotta um, start thinking of P.
1: She's I, Oh, she's saying octopus. <laughs> uh, we're playing like Pictionary. or, or yeah. what is charades yeah. but without words. You here guys can't see this but the production yeah. assistants
0: are behind us trying to help she's us. She's
1: reenacting. Ingredients. You should have seen capers. It was <laughs> capers really <funny>. is
0: great. <laughs> uh, P. P. Uh, what is a P word? Oh God. Pear. Oh yeah. Pears. Yeah. Okay. Q. Q. Quail. Quail. R, rhinoceros. Oh, those are extinct.
1: I'm sorry. I just learned about this recently. Yeah. Only a certain species. Oh, okay. Subspecies. Okay. See, this is this is very worrying. So we're uh, in R. So you don't... Because you say, say rhinoceros. That's yeah. perfectly incorrect.
0: Yeah. I can't say rhinoceros. What, not even rhinoceros. So no. Can
1: I? No, they don't rhyme. <sighs> R, you could kind of cheat off of what you did earlier. Oh, yeah.
0: Rice. That's uh, a good one. Yep. Rice is good. Uh, Q R S. Uh, S, uh, salmon. Salmon. S, T, uh, T, Ooh. trout. Ooh, I was gonna say. Or turtle. Or tur- tuna. Yeah, tuna. That one's yeah. good too. I like tuna. Tuna's my favorite. Sushi. You,
1: um. You can't eat unicorns. Do <laughs> <not
0: remember?
1: laughs> oh, yeah. Urchin. <laughs> yeah, urchin. <laughs> she it? took her hair T- and was <laughs> like. T U
0: V. V would be. Uh, venison. Yeah, venison. Okay, the S-T-V-W?
1: W. Yeah. Yeah, U, V, W. So <laughs> Now, n- whiskey. Whiskey or watermelon? Ooh, watermelon. Whiskey. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> whiskey-filled watermelon. Ooh, yeah. Now, now we've got it. Uh, okay, you know what? I'm just going to say that we're we're almost there. S, T, U, V, W, X. X. What starts with an X? Is there any food that starts with an X? 30 animals that start with an X. Well, yeah, no. I was gonna say zebra, but that's it
1: It's a Z. <laughs> An X does come before zebra kids. It's zebra, the X is silent.
0: Uh, this is why you shouldn't play the alphabet game with dyslexic people. Right. Like myself. <laughs> so we're at X. I don't think
1: there's such a food. Our production assistant is Googling. <laughs> A Zigua <laughs> It's another name for a watermelon. You're learning facts here today, kids. Facts here.
0: Facts in science. Okay, I'm just gonna call the game here. Wait, I think we got Y. We have two more. We, we can't quit y with Y and Z. To go. But I'm such a quitter, I wanna quit. No. Y,
1: oh.
0: Yak. Yak, okay. And then Z is for zebra. <laughs> and people in Africa do eat zebras. Yes, they do. I've never eaten a zebra. Zebra steaks. And technically, if you're Canadian or British, it's a zebra. Yes. Thanks, Mr. Guinea Pig. Yeah. Oh, we could have used Mr. that for G. Yeah. Yeah, you could eat that. You could eat horses too.
1: C could have been capybara.
0: Yeah, c- so you could have been capybara. And then in Sicily, they eat horses. They do. So you could have used see uh, Pig for
1: P. Yeah, why didn't we think of the logical oh ones? Oh my gosh. We were trying so <laughs> hard to get so serious about this game that we completely ignored all of the ones that people eat on a daily basis. Okay, all so the world. so let's
0: just do the last game. Heck, why not? We did the entire okay. alphabet game. Last meal. What do you eat before you die? You're, you're in the electric, you're about to go in the electric chair. I don't know what you did. Maybe you served really bad pork on your ship. And they're going to execute you, right? Yeah. Maybe they're going to make you walk the plank. Do they still do that?
1: Yes. Okay. Well, let's just go with the yes. The pirates in Somalia do.
0: Okay. That's actually kind of awesome, but terrifying also at the same time because it's real. Now things have gotten very serious right. No. I just okay, made so that up by the <laughs> way. but he believed it cuz I did. I totally real. believe you. You sound legitimate. So, if you your last meal,
1: you're about to go in the electric chair. Okay. What is it? Um, anything you want. It could be so, you could even have two starches if you wanted. She already knows what I'm going to say. But, see? She's just giving me the face like if it's anything else, I know you're full, full of shit. Yeah, don't be fancy. So, um, it's chicken parmesan but with angel hair pasta and Alfredo sauce. No red sauce. So the reason I do angel hair pasta... Okay. So seeing as how your wife tell Italian...
0: I want to tell you wrong. Like every part of my body is screaming but wrong. But listen, it sounds okay.
1: when I... Sure. So, sure. so your wife's Italian. Yeah. So in Italy, angel hair pasta is usually eaten by kids. Sure. And the elderly. Right. It's easier to chew. It's so tiny. Exactly. So the reason I prefer it though is the chicken The chicken parm is so heavy. Right. And so like big... That I use angel hair pasta because it counteracts it. So you can eat more of both when you eat the pasta that's light and the chicken is heavy.
0: That's actually some really sound thought.
1: And then I just prefer alfredo sauce on my okay. chicken parm. So um, my last meal, about to go
0: to the electric chair, is a weird blend. And I really think that last meals really represent who you are and where you came from. Yeah. Right? And so mine, I have a very weird background. Uh, so it's meatloaf. Okay. Canned green beans, instant mashed potatoes. Yeah. It's terrible, right? It's no, awful. No, it sounds delicious except for and the green bean, bean part. General souse chicken, fried rice, and cranberry jam, All on the same plate. Yeah. And now we're, on, now, now we're all on the same page. I would eat all of that except for the green beans. It's okay. I'll eat the green beans for you. That's they're not even a vegetable. They're actually a protein. That's true. So they're not even a vegetable. That's so true. next time you go to eat green beans, you can just remember this is just vegetable proteins. That's true. Just like corn's green.
1: Yeah. That's true.
0: Okay. So, you guys have heard it first. This is it. This is the ending uh, moments of the very first The People Behind Your Food. And I am, of course, Chef Ryan Callahan. And if you guys did not have an... If you guys, uh did not have an opportunity to watch this entire video, you can listen to the entire thing on my podcast channel on ChefRyanCallahan.com. So again, thanks, Clint. It's always a pleasure to have people here and visiting. If you guys ever have any questions, if you want to be on the show, if you are working anything with food, if you're a dietitian, if you're a farm, like I say, from farm to table, even if you build those tables, I want to talk to you. So anyways, I'm Chef Ryan Callahan. Thank you guys for joining and have a great night.